Another super late model race, another Longhorn victory. Today we'll talk Gold Niles, the classic at Warrnambool, and news from David Gravel, Indy Race Parts, and USAC. Let's go. It's Friday, January 27th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. The Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series season opened last night at Gold Niles, and it was yet again the same old song. This is the third major super late model event of the year on the third different racetrack, but it was yet again a big win for Longhorn Chassis. This time, though, it was Brandon Overton behind the wheel. He led from start to finish, and the entire top five was all Longhorns at the checkered flag. To be fair, Hudson O'Neill and the Rocket House car, which we talked about on yesterday's show, had speed last night going quick time and qualifying. And they were probably in line for a top five finish in the feature, but with 10 to go, Jonathan Davenport tried to make a move on the Rocket 1 into turn three and misjudged his run. O'Neill protected the bottom and JD couldn't get on the binders fast enough, sending both cars spinning out of contention. O'Neill came home a very disappointing 19th with Davenport in 16th. Both will be looking for better runs tonight, although I'd say that O'Neill needs it a lot more than JD does. Tanner English needed a provisional to make the show, and he ended up a hard charger with a 25th to 13th run. It sounds like he has joined Kyle Bronson is signed up for both national tours at this point, both the Outlaws and Lucas, as has Jordan Kohler. And I'm assuming if Kohler is signed up, then Jimmy Owens probably is signed up as well since they are teammates. So a handful of teams definitely hedging their bets through these uh, first weeks uh, of the season. The field on Thursday ended up being a little bit bigger than I thought. It was 50 cars, uh, and it's going to grow tonight with the addition of Kyle Larson. The Rumley 6 has arrived and could be a factor through the weekend. Larson had a pair of podiums at Golden Isles a year ago and led laps. The crap luck of the night it definitely went to Boom Briggs. He spun in his heat race battling with Kyle Bronson and collected his other car in Max Blair in the process. Both cars looked like they were pretty... Uh, uh, hurt pretty good, and I, I don't know how Boom didn't go completely over. He got airborne, kind of spun around, and then landed back down, uh, but neither competed the rest of the night. Hopefully, they can get things fixed for the next two nights. Lucas competitors will race again tonight for 12000 to win. A Saturday is $25,000 to win. If you aren't near Brunswick, Georgia, uh, and you want to attend, uh, get your butt out there. Uh, if you can't, you can watch it live over on Flow Racing. And don't forget as well, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series is just one of the series that we track in the analytics section of DirtTracker.com. You can find race results, driver pages, a ton of stats and analysis are available for Lucas. All you got to do is head over to DirtTracker.com slash analytics. All right, did you guys stay up last night or get up early today to check out the first prelim night for the Grand Annual Sprint Car Classic in Australia? If you're here on the East Coast, you would have been able to watch it this morning, probably with your coffee. Hopefully you did, though, because we saw a pretty good show. Chase Randall led early on, but made a mistake while battling uh, Lachlan McHugh for the lead and ended up flipping out of the feature. He was okay. On the restart, Tate Frost flew by McHugh on the high side to take the top spot, and he held on to grab the opening night victory. Track was pretty treacherous. We had several run-ins with the guys hitting the outside wall. Justin Sanders went out early, as did Brock Zierfoss and Tyler Courtney. Brad Sweet had a very nice 18th to 4th run. I know they were not super thrilled with that car early in the night, but it seemed like they kind of got it to a place uh, late in the uh, in the event where he could actually kind of make some moves and, and move up through the field. Hopefully they'll have it figured out uh, come Sunday. The top five at the end of the race was Frost, McHugh, Brock, Hallett, Sweet, and Pulsitter, Jock Goodyear. They'll do it all over again tonight and then Saturday slash Sunday, depending on where you are in the world. Uh, that finale is $50,000 to win. You can watch the action live on both Play Per View and Dirt Vision. 
And before we move on to some news items, don't sleep on the USCS 360 Sprint cars at Volusia tonight and tomorrow. That field is pretty damn good. Uh, I think sh uh, should provide some good racing. They had practice last night, and some of the names in the field this weekend include Anthony Macri, Polycola Giovanni, Gavin Bochelle. He's in uh, Christopher Bell's uh, new Sprint car. Davey Franick is there, Chris Martin, Brennan Crouch, Devin Borden, Jordan Mallett, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. as uh, towed down. Uh, Dylan Westbrook as well. Definitely feels like some teams are just itching to get out of the shop and come to Florida to get some racing in. Volusia will happily take your grandstand or pit pass money if you want to head out there, but this one is live on Dirt Vision both nights if you are not nearby to watch. Well, we continue to see uh, some series commitments roll in for wing sprint car teams, and I've got a pair of announcements for you. First, the Indy Race Part 71 and Corey Eliason. Uh, he'll be back behind the wheel of that car in 2023. They're going to chase the high limit money this year. Bernie tweeted out the news yesterday, and Eliason joins now Danny Dietrich, Brent Marks, Justin Peck, Kyle Larson, Rico Abreu, and Buddy Kofoid as uh, officially declared for the new midweek series. The first points race for High Limit, though, isn't until April 11th, so there's still a lot of times for team, uh, a lot of time for teams to make decisions. Also, Big Game Motorsports and David Gravel will be back with the World of Outlaws this season. Their team shared their plans on social media just today, along with a refreshed Blackbeard paint scheme for 2023. Gravel had been non-committal on his recent live streams about their plans, but he has now joined several uh, of his fellow regulars in publicly announcing their returns, kind of here over the last week or so. Gravel ended up being Brad Sweet's closest competition a year ago, finishing second. He was 48 points behind the Big Cat at the end of the season. And Gravel won seven times a year ago, and only Donnie Schatz has more outlaw victories than he does over the previous six outlaw seasons. Gravel actually had more wins and more top 10s than Sweet did in 2022, but he did trail in a few key categories, including average feature finish, average feature start, and both top 5 and top 10 efficiency. He, might, uh, or he must find just a little bit more consistency if he wants to win his first outlaw title this season. We talked yesterday on the show about Matt Westfall joining the USAC National Sprint Car Series for a championship run this year, and we know three more of his competitors. Emerson Axum is returning for year two with the series and Clausen Marshall after winning Rookie of the Year in 2022. He won three times on tour in his rookie season, including two of the first three right out of the gate at Bubba Raceway Park to start the year. He won again late in the year at Kokopo and along the way racked up 15 top fives and 31 top tens in 39 races. He'll be looking to improve upon his fifth place position in the final standings. Also back is Jake Swanson with Team AZ Racing. He did not run the full schedule a year ago, but did get a win at Kokopo and had 19 top 10s in 32 starts. He was also on the podium five times in his last seven races to end 2022. And if he can come out hot like that to start the year, he could be a serious contender. And then just today, Logan Seavey finished out his full slate of USAC racing for this coming year by adding a full sprint car run with Scott Bennick and the 2B Racing Operation. That team had recently parted with driver Anton Hernandez, and CV now has full-time deals in all three of USAC's top divisions. CV finished sixth in the final standings with the Sprint Car Series a year ago, ending up with two wins, 11 top fives, and 22 top tens. See the USAC Sprint Cars for the first time this year at Volusia here in a couple of weeks. Before we close it out for the weekend, thanks to Chad and Philip for jumping on as new channel members this week. We're now up to 36 channel members. That is really cool. You can check out the membership program at youtube.com slash dirt tracker slash join, or you can click the link below or, or hit any of the join buttons on the videos or uh, youtube.com slash dirt tracker. For $2.99 a month, you get special members only badges and emojis. You get included on the show outro. You also get 10% off dirt tracker merch always plus a free sticker for signing up. 
It's actually sort of a way to get a decal for cheap. I sell the decals for five bucks, but you could sign up for a membership uh, for just a month and get one for three. Uh, anyways, thanks to everybody that has joined up. Just like yesterday, the streaming schedules uh, should be busy through the weekend. Lucas on Flow, Grand Annual Classic from Down Under on Dirt Vision at Clayperview, and a lot more. To see the full daily streaming schedule uh, with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. All right, that's it for the show. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in all week. Uh, certainly appreciate you guys coming along. We'll be right back here on Monday for more Dirt Tracker Daily. <laughs>